Good morning, good afternoon, and or good evening to you all around the world. This is Reverend Essie Scott of New Birth Ministries Church Online, wishing you victory, Yeshua, love, joy, peace, wit, wealth, success, patience, virtue, good health, money, mercy, grace, support, ruach, wisdom, positivity, abundance, prosperity, greatness, and Yahweh. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. I know that I've been praying for you. And, and just remember, the troubles don't last always. My friend, you have the victory. Amen. I'd like to come to you this morning to talk to you about, actually this afternoon, almost 333, uh, which is uh, that holy number that uh, many people been waking up to, uh, 3.33 in the morning. It seems like the Lord's been waking a lot of us up to speak to us. To, he wants to hear from us. He wants us to pray at 3.33, my favorite number. Amen. I think of Jeremiah 33.3, where he says, um, call unto me and, and see if I'll show you great and mighty things. God says, ask. God says, ask me, call unto me. Amen. I love that. 3.33. Hallelujah. And I just wanted to talk to you about um, the false prophets going around in the world. And I know many people are confused about that, but all you have to do, okay, is just pray to God, exercise your, your spirit with God. It's an everyday exercise. Exercise talking to God, exercise hearing from God. And when the Holy, when, when you finally get to that point where the Holy Spirit says, I always say talk to God until God starts talking back to you. Amen. And God will start to show you his Holy Spirit that lives inside of you will begin to show you when something is right and he will show you when something is wrong. Okay, but he doesn't want you to condemn. The devil condemns. God convicts. The Holy Spirit convicts and causes people to repent. But the devil condemns. Don't ever condemn anybody or condemn yourself even. Okay, the Holy Spirit will show you when a prophet is a P-R-O-P-H-E-T or a P-R-O-F-I-T. Amen. If they're out for profit. And and you, the, one of the main ways you can tell is if they talk more about uh, worldly things and possessions and good good things and, and cars and money and things like that. If they talk about that more than they're prophesying more of that to you, which we all do, but they see they overdo it. See, they overdo it when they talk about worldly things, worldly possessions more than they talk about spiritual possessions like wanting Jesus in your heart wanting Jesus. And they talk more about loving Jesus and getting to know Jesus and accepting Jesus. Amen. When they talk about stuff, okay, more than him, they're a false prophet. A lying is they got a lying spirit. They have a lying spirit and they're a false prophet. Okay. Because everything is not everything. <laughs> everything is not always good. Amen. We fall. You yourself listening to this. Uh, we fall into pitfalls once in a while. We fall for things we have no business falling for. Uh, sometimes we fall for the wrong person. We call love and we think it's love and come to find out it was lust. Okay. Um, we have to be careful. Okay, and you also have to remember when you ask God for something, the devil will try to beat him. So be careful of that thing that comes up in your face first. 
because just because it shows up in your face first does not mean that that is your answer. Amen. You have to get into the spirit of God and get used to how he sounds, get used to how he shows you things, the ways that he shows you things, the way that he sounds, the way he steers you to wherever you have to go. You have to get used to that in order to do what I'm about to speak to you about. Uh, read to you chapter four of first John. One John four starts out, beloved, be not every, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. This is God telling you to prove all things, to try the spirits, to see if they are of God or not. Do the, even Jesus said, then he comes, when he came here, he said he, he, he's here to glorify the father, to glorify God. Now, if our leader, if our if our prophet, if our teacher, the great doctor, the sa the savior of this world, said that he came here to glorify the Father which is in heaven, what are we doing? Think about it. Amen. At a Selah moment, what are we doing? Are we glorifying God? Are we glorifying Christ? Verse two says, "Hereby know ye the the Spirit of God." Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is coming to the flesh is of God. Okay, it's talking about confession here. Now, you may know some people or have heard of some people who they love the Lord. They love God. They love the capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. But they don't love the capital L, small O, small R, small D. Okay, they love the Father but they don't accept Jesus Christ as the Father's Son. And they don't believe that Jesus came back alive from the dead. These are the people you have to watch. That is the spirit of the anti-Christ. Get it? Anti-against Christ, the Savior. They have the spirit of the anti-Christ in them. As, as sweet as they may be, the, as nice as they may dress, as good as they may look, they have the spirit of the Antichrist in them, and you have to just keep praying for them. Amen. Hereby know that the spirit of God, every spirit, okay, this is what, what he's telling us, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh is of God. If somebody says Jesus was born, okay, just for us, so he can die on that cross and take our sins with him, and rose three days later and got victory over sin, hell, death, evil of all types. They are a brother and a sister in the family of God. Amen. And verse three says, in every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And that this spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. Now he wrote this over 2000 years ago. 1 John chapter 3 uh, chapter 4. This was written over 2000 years ago, right? And he said the spirit of the antichrist was already in the world then. So answer this question. Why are we sitting around talking about I think the spirit of the antichrist is about to come. He's almost here. Why? We mean about to come. <laughs> right? What do they mean the spirit of the Antichrist is about to come? He's almost here. I believe he's got one foot in the world. He's almost, no, he's been here. 
the spirit of the Antichrist has been here. He's he's been chopping off people's heads. He's been boiling people in oil. He's been he's been um, raping people and maiming people and, and and burning down houses and churches and pastors and burning them alive. He's been lying on people. He's been deceiving people. He's been robbing, cheating, and stealing. My God, for the longest time. And what are people talking about? I think the Antichrist is almost here. Try the spirits, y'all. That Antichrist is the one that, that gave you a family member that doesn't like Jesus. That antichrist, that antichrist spirit is the one that puts sickness into your bodies or into the bodies of your loved ones so that they won't last as long as God intended for them to last, so that they die young or get sick and they go out of this world not knowing who they are and depending on somebody else to take care of them. And you don't even know if that person's taking good care of them or, or abusing them. That's the Antichrist spirit. The Antichrist spirit has been here. The Antichrist spirit is the one that takes over governments and causes governments to misuse and abuse people. That causes governments to lie to people. That causes governments to overspend. And we have more people. There's an imbalance. We have people under bridges drinking out of bottles, uh, dirty bottles, trying to drink water and eating uh, food, sandwiches and things out of the garbage can. And then we have rich people that are living in big high condos, condominiums and, and, and castles and, and whatever you want to call it with you know double door garages and swimming pools. The Antichrist has been here. Okay, and though you have people that don't want to give, the Antichrist spirit is the one. A lot of people are going to get mad at me when I say this, but I found out personally, and I got to testify. Okay, the Antichrist spirit is the one that takes over preachers and tells them that tithing is a lie. Ask me how I know. I lived it for years, and you want to know something? What you know what? As God is my witness, and the longer I told people tithing is a lie. The, the longer I stayed poor, broke. And as soon as I began to tithe in the name of Jesus, and as soon as I began to, just, just a few years ago, actually, hate to admit it, but it's true, I've been teaching it for years. And as, as soon as I repented and I start tithing and I start giving to, to the body of Christ in various ways, I've been blessed. And you want to know something? God will even save your account from bouncing because as long as you're giving into his, he'll take care of yours. Unless you're overspender, unless you're just sloppy with your finances. Amen. That's the spirit of the Antichrist, the one that causes preachers to tell a lie. The and, and the one that just and they literally have facts to back it up. Like for instance, if you look in um uh Malachi, okay, everybody uses Malachi. Let me go to it. Malachi three. <laughs> You guys have heard this a million times, right? Malachi 3, turn to Malachi 3, verses 8 to 10, okay? And it says, well, a man robbed God, yet you've robbed me, but you say, where have we robbed thee uh, in tithes and offerings? You are cursed with a curse, for you've robbed me, even the whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith. God is telling everybody. He's telling pastors. He's telling lay people. He said, prove me now herewith. Prove that I am telling the truth and believe that I'm going to help you. 
says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there should be no room in, in, enough to receive it. That's what I tell people when I pray for them. I pray that God blesses you so much that you have to, so much you have to give it away or it'll rot. But watch this. For years, the Antichrist spirit has used that against um, people because they're saying that you're trying to make it look like your car is going to break down if you don't tithe and and you all kind of mean things about it right but here is who they were talking to in the book of malachi go to everybody reads malachi 3 go to malachi 2 okay yes we read will a man rob god will a man rob god we've heard it a million times will a man rob god blah 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 and on and on right okay which is word okay and god doesn't want you to rob him god wants you to give your first fruits amen but it's used ignorantly against people it's used as i'm like i don't know like a a spell or if people use it as a spell if you don't tithe your house is going to crush in if you don't tithe your child's going to get sick and that's wrong. When you look at Malachi chapter 2, look at who he is talking to. Amen. Look who the author Malachi is talking to. Malachi chapter 2. It's even it, it you know it's even in the heading. It says the priests are sharply reproved for profaning the covenant uh, given them and the people for strange marriage and treachery and, and impiety and, and so forth. It starts out and now, comma Oh, ye priests, this commandment is for you. If you will not hear, and if you will not lay it to your heart to give glory unto oh my God, to give glory unto my name, saith the Lord of hosts, I will even send a curse upon you and I'll curse your blessings. Yeah, I have cursed them already because you do not lay it to heart. And when you go on a read, he's talking to the priests who were robbing the churches. The priests were not tithing. The priests were robbing the churches. Amen. It says, verse 7, For the priest's lips should keep knowledge, and they should seek the law at his mouth, for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. But you are departed out of the way. They're both sinning. The priests were sinning. You've departed out of the way and have caused many to stumble at the law. You've corrupted the covenant of Levi, said the Lord of hosts. What was happening was people were tithing. Okay, they people were tithing. They were giving. They were given meat. They were given bread. They were given whatever they wanted to the first fruit. They were given the first fruit. But the priests were crooked. See? That's why I say know the study the word. Know the word. Amen. The priests were crooked. And that is who Malachi is talking to. Amen. And then what happened was the priests were so crooked, they were messing everything up that the people started to mess up. If the head is sick, the tail's gonna be sick. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If the head is sick, the tail is going to be sick. Amen. We have to watch out for that. Amen. Hallelujah. So be very careful of those false prophets. Amen. We have to be very careful of false prophets and pray to God. And ask God anything you want to ask him. He's approachable. You can ask him. Amen. And he will answer you. Hallelujah. Ask God whatever you want to ask him and he will answer you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Let me go back to, let me see, First John. 
ask it. People say, well, you know, I don't like to bother God. I only talk to God whenever I need something. Amen. I hope you're not that kind of person. You only talk to God whenever you need something. God wants to hear from you all the time. How would you like it if God only talked to you if he needed something? God wants to talk to you for more than just business. <laughs> God wants to, he wants to hold a conversation with you. God is love. Amen. Now, God's not silly and he's not going to put up with anything, but God is love. Amen. All right. First John chapter four, uh, chapter four, uh, but try the spirits we were on and every spirit. Okay. And then it says uh, verse four. That read verse three, every, and every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is not coming to flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, um, that it should come. And even now it's already in the world. Okay. Verse four, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God is taking care of your fears. God says, have no fear because I'm in here. <laughs> Amen. Have the, don't worry about those antichrists. Don't worry about those antichrist spirit. Don't get afraid. Don't watch TV. Don't think about what Holly. Don't don't focus on Hollywood. All right, the Hollywood devil and Hollywood spirits. Focus on me. God says He wants you to focus on Him. Hallelujah. Focus on Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus the Christ. That's what it means. Yeshua, Jesus Hamashiach, the Christ. Amen. Focus on the Father. Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha, hallelujah, God of healing, God of, of, of provision, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Sidkenu, hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. They are of the world, therefore, they are of the world, he says, um, they are of the world, therefore speak they of the world. And the world hears them. We are of God. He that knoweth God hears us. He that is not of God doesn't hear us. Hereby know that we, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error, know the difference. Amen. Know the difference between the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And I end it like that. Uh, and you want to know how? I, just like I said before, talk to God. Talk, this, I'm telling you, this is the answer. This is the answer. Everybody says, well, I don't know how to pray and I don't know how to do this and I don't know, but, but, but I don't think God wants, don't, let's get rid of, scratch that. Here's your answer. You want to know, here's your answer, how to get things in life and how to live a good life and how to be successful at everything that you do. Here it is. You ready? Drum roll, please. Talk to God until God starts talking back to you. All right. That's my word and I'm sticking to it. Talk to God until God starts talking back to you. And the reason I say that, and the reason I'm so, so sure of that, no, I didn't copy that off anybody else. If somebody else said that, I, I, I didn't know they said it right. Talk to God until God starts talking to you. And the reason I say that is because God loves conversation. <laughs> he absolutely loves conversation. He wants to hear you. If you sing, sing. If you pray, pray. If you play an instrument, play an instrument. If you, whatever your talent is, use it for the Lord and he will bless you. And I'm telling you, God speaks in different ways. Now, some of you might hear him audibly. 
in your ear. I've only, in fact, me and a lot of people I know have only heard him audibly so many times in life, you know. Um, so, but you will hear it. It's like you'll know it's him because he's not speaking to your mind. The devil uses our minds. Okay, you're not. It's not. You're not listening to him in your mind. If we listen to everything our mind told us to do, we'd be nuts. Amen. Don't pay attention. Don't pay attention to your mind. Your mind will have you doing stuff that you have no business doing. Everybody will, not, will hate you, right? So you know, when you when God speaks to you, He will speak to your heart. And trust me, you will know that it was Him. That's all I have to say. I wish I could tell you more, but it is beautiful. It is it is uh, an experience that you never have before in your life. It is a beautiful, beautiful experience, and you will never forget it. So that is what I'm telling you. I'm leaving you with that today. Talk to God until God starts talking back to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Try the spirits, y'all. It's getting crazy out here. Try the spirits. Amen. And listen, I want to ask you um, if you could uh, support me on my um, podcast. I'm on Anchor. I'm on over, I'm on almost a dozen platforms. I'm on um, Apple, uh, Spotify, Anchor, uh, YouTube, Facebook. I'm, I'm all over the place, right? So if you would like to help me out, I'd appreciate it. And I'll even give you, if you request it, I'll give you a receipt for tax purposes from 501c3 ministry. Amen. Um, you could, uh, actually, you could, uh, donate to uh, my Anchor podcast. I'm on um, Cash App under Esther R. Scott uh, with a dollar sign in the front. I'm on PayPal, www.paypal.me forward slash uh, Revesi. And um, you could actually do it here through Anchor, www.anchor.fm forward slash Revesi, then another forward slash support. And you can give 99 cents to whatever you want to give. And uh, as you give, uh, let me know. Leave your email or something, and I'll I'll send you the receipt so you can use it for tax purposes. How's that? Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. Reverend Essie signing off. God bless you, and have a gorgeous day.